All right, Craig, we are back here on the Ohioan or short segment part of the podcast. I, I think we're going to keep calling this Ohioan. Um, you know, it's weird if you change your name a million times, but we're really not the Ohioan anymore. We still talk about Ohio stuff, but Craig's in the Tennessee area. Um, I think everyone else who regularly contributes, other than the dispatch reports I have on, um, I, I the two guys – other guys I record with, one lives in Mississippi, one lives in Pennsylvania. Our, our friend Joe Castle lives in t- Tennessee. Uh, George is still Ohioan. George is an Ohioan, though, yeah. And the great Bob Garver is in Manhattan and the Bronx just creating all kinds of mischief. I love Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hey, let's keep calling it the Ohioan. But um, why are you bringing it all up? Oh, I have Bone to Pick. Now, Craig, I don't think you heard this episode, but on our sister podcast, I guess, uh, Behind the Steel Curtain, um, you can catch the episode there. We have since moved our Steelers podcast back to Ohio, and we share it with Behind the Steel Curtain. But I bring that all that up to we were making fun of cities that the Steelers played. So when the Steelers played Tennessee, we kind of made fun of Nashville. We're like, it's a great city. We love Nashville. We're not sure if it's a great sports city. And, Craig, I was personally a little miffed because over the weekend, Nashville hosted the outdoor game. Yeah. And I'm like, Columbus, <laughs> where did they have their outdoor game at? That was they had it at the Nissan Stadium. Oh, or the Titans play. Or the Titans play, yeah. How about Ohio Stadium? I, I think Ohio has an issue with pipes from right here. Well. Which is very strange. You know, I, I I get what you're saying. I will say this, you know, having been, you know, obviously I've lived here for a, a, a couple of months now, but having been to Nashville, you know, during vacations that we've, my wife and I have taken, is it a sports town? I think it is. It's a, it's not a traditional sports town. And what I mean by that is it's not like your Columbus or your Cleveland where, there's just diehard Browns fans all over the place or diehard Buckeyes fans. The, the interesting thing about this city, it's probably closer to like what Nash, like what Vegas is where Vegas is just a lot of tourists coming in and out, but they want to, they want to experience the, the culture, so to speak. They want to experience the, the nightlife and things and entertainment. And I will say this, having been, to downtown Nashville during a week. I think they were playing the Kansas City Chiefs um, either last year or two years ago. It was just the Friday nights that we were down there and the Saturday night we were down there downtown on Broadway were inundated with people. And they were all football fans. They had a lot of Chiefs gear. They, they're they kind of one of those places where they travel well. And I think that um, the story that we're going to talk about is, you know, really speaks to that because people want to come to Nashville. It's a destination now for, for tourism and for people to party and have fun. It's the bachelorette capital of the world for bachelorette parties. And, but I've been downtown when the Nashville predators were playing a random Thursday night game or whatever it was. And there are a lot of hockey fans in this area. It's, it might seem surprising because it's not a traditional hockey market, but there are a lot of people that go to Predators games. They, they love this team down here. I would actually say I think the Predators 
are probably the city's team more than the Titans or any other sports team out there. I think the Predators are this city's team. If I were to say who's this city pull pull for more, I'd say the Predators, honestly. Is the arena by Opryland? I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's downtown. It's right on. It's right on Broadway. It is right in the epicenter of the city, where okay, everybody so. goes. But, but like I said, though, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say that they just get a bunch of stragglers off the street that just say, "Oh, hey, what's this? I'll just go in here tonight." There, if you, you know, we've been down there on game nights, and whether it's coming in or out of the arena after or before a game, it's just yellow jerseys everywhere predators jersey and gear everywhere you go it's a zoo down there they sell out the building pretty much every night it it really is a an entertainment but it's also a really ravenous fan base too i don't know that i would say that for the titans though and granted you're 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 having to fill a sixty-eight thousand person arena stadium as opposed to bridgestone arena which is about 17 to eighteen thousand. so it's a little different but like I said, I think the fan base is really all in on the Predators. It's an entertain, you know, it's an entertainment value, but it's it's just and they're both near each other. It's not like the stadium's like off the beaten path or anything. It's close by downtown. So, you know, but the Predators are just so well loved, loved down here by a lot of fans. Yeah, I'm a Blue Jackets fan. I think to the Blue Jackets detriment. They're like the majority of pro sports teams where if you win, people go crazy. They come, yeah. but you need to win for them to go crazy and to yeah. come. Um, and I think that's why you don't see a stadium series game with the Blue Jackets. It's nothing against the Blue Jackets. It's they're a good team. They've been a, a consistently good team. They've lost a lot of stars over the years, but you know, and I I don't think that they would would struggle to sell out if they had a you know at Ohio Stadium or or whatever, but. I, I don't know. I just, you know, you, you want to have some cachet in the Predators have been consistent. They happen to be playing the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions in this game. So, you know, I, I, it made sense, you know, and because if it was about traditional hockey markets, then you would have games in Detroit, Minnesota, Toronto, Boston every single year. You know, you wouldn't expand the game to have these outdoor games in, you know, southern states or out west or whatever it may be you know it'll probably be a few years you'll see one in seattle with the kraken at um you know whatever they call it now where the seahawks play so you know the game is growing and that's what they're trying to do with these outdoor games and nashville i think was the perfect market because the predators are actually still pretty solid as a team they're playing a defending two-time stanley cup champions and it just you know, it seemed to marry pretty well. I don't know what the TV ratings were, but it was a sellout crowd at 68,000 people at Nissan Stadium. You know, we watched the game, and it it looked like a pretty good, uh, you know, overall just a pretty good performance by the NHL to bring that game to Nashville. Yeah, I can't make the argument that Columbus should host the game because of, yay, the Blue Jackets. I, I, I would make the argument more for Ohio Stadium, but – I think there's something wrong with the pipes at Ohio Stadium where, like, I was hearing some talk if they ever expand the playoffs where you would get a home game in the playoffs, I think it was going to be really problematic for Ohio Stadium to host a game in December or whatever, you know. 
uh, because of the pipe issues. Uh, it, it was funny. I'll tell you a fun journalism story. I, I covered the Blue Jackets for a um, small website here in the Columbus area for a year and a half. And uh, they had a surprise announcement when they last hosted the All-Star game. Uh, Gary Bettman, the commissioner, came in. So we got uh, whisked into a press conference with Commissioner Bettman. And I got yelled at by the Blue Jackets because I had the goal. Because they're like, yay, the All-Star game's coming. The All-Star game sucks. I mean, it brings some money to the town. But it's an unwatchable game. So I asked Bettman about, hey, what do you think about Columbus getting the Winter Classic? And the president of Blue Jackets stopped me after the game, after the press conference. How dare you do that? You know, you should talk more about what's happening tonight, the All Star Game. And I'm like, you know, come on, Outdoor Classic is what people care more about. So they would have to pair if if the Blue Jackets were to get a game like that. They'd have to pair them with a, a very traditional TV powerhouse kind of team like the Maple Leafs or the Red Wings or the Bruins. Yeah. I, I don't see – and I would have actually preferred, too, I think, Nashville to play like a Chicago or somebody like that. I mean, I know you know, Tampa Bay is a, is a great team, and they've had a great team for years now, but it might have been better to see a, a more traditional rival play Nashville in that game, like a Chicago where you still get a big media market, but you're also getting a division rival. So, but you know, that's, that's really a minor quibble for me because I think it was a good game. You could see that they don't like each other and, you know, but Columbus, I think there's a market for them. I mean, Minnesota got a game outdoors and even though they're the state of hockey, that's their mantra. You know they're they're a young NHL team in comparison to other you know NHL clubs. So I think it's well, same issues. I, I think that's know, where it comes. It down could to. be. I mean, but the the allure though of a hundred thousand people, horseshoe. you know, a hundred thousand plus people maybe at at the horseshoe. Yeah. If 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 it's not a stadium piping issue, then I wouldn't be shocked if the NHL looks at that. I know, you know, the Red Wings played a game against Toronto at Michigan Stadium years ago and. You know, I think if, if you know if the Red Wings could certainly get better, they probably will get more games like that because they sold out over a hundred and seven thousand, I think, for that game. And I right. think the blue, I think the Blue Jackets, you know, I think you could draw. I think I, I, I mean, I think hockey is is well respected here in the state of Ohio, and I think there are plenty of Blue Jackets fans. But then there's also going to be fans from elsewhere whoever they're playing, maybe if it's Detroit, that they'll make the drive down and it'll be like a Ohio versus Michigan rivalry, you know? So, Or maybe think, like a Chicago or something. Yeah, or Chicago, you know, or Toronto's not a, a very, you know, terribly far away either. So, you know, there's there's some options. I think if the, if the stadium checks out for a, a winter classic, I think it would be a good I, – I think a lot of people would like it. You know, if you pair them up with a, an original six franchise or a team that you know, travels well or gets good ratings, I think you could definitely, you know, reap the benefits if, either the, if you're the NHL. Everything I hear seems the issue. Uh, they're saying right now maybe um, the new Columbus Cruise Stadium, which is a real nice stadium, but part of the allure of an outdoor game is, you know, the scenery. And – Part of the cruise stadium is you have a roof kind of over it, where it's definitely yeah. an outdoor stadium, but it's a it's the size of an NHL rink. I mean, you yeah, know, it's, uh, yeah. It, yeah, you, you want a super yeah. sized stadium or something. I get that. It. it just doesn't make sense to me to put it in, in the crew. I don't know how much they'd be able to get in for hockey. 
and it would probably be better visibility for fans there where you don't have like nosebleed seats where you can barely see anything on the ice, but it wouldn't make sense to have it at the crew stadium when, you know, if it's, if it's not, if, if Ohio stadium can't host it, then they'll just never have the blue jackets host one of these events. Well, and that's why Nissan stadium of 68,000 was a heck of a lot more alluring than not being able to do Ohio stadium. So, all right, well, we'll see what happens. One of these days I'll get my winter game, but I'm a wimp. I'm not going to sit out in the temperature, so I'll probably have to just watch on wherever it appears on TV. So, All right, lots of ways of uh, supporting the show. Check out our podcast page, and we'll be back with another segment. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.